Big Rap Show podcast is kindly sponsored by G1 Reads. They are the champion's choice, with many bands around the world playing G1 products, providing everything you'd need to hit the circle or the big stage. So check out G1Reads.com as they keep the lights on here at the Big Rab Show podcast. Hello there, everyone, and welcome to another Big Rab Show podcast. And can I say, Happy New Year! Happy New Year! <laughs> yes, the first Big Rab Show of 2024. Hey, there we go. But let's go through the introductions, shall we? First of all, before we get into everything on this week's pod. And uh, yeah, you might have guessed by the title of this week's end. uh, We've got quite a special interview for you. And we'll get into that. But first of all... This is the Big Rab Show. If this is your first ever Big Rab Show, then welcome. How you doing? We are the show for the bagpiping folk, reflecting everything in the bagpiping world, be it Celtic music, folk music, or indeed our bread and butter, competitive piping and drumming. Each and every week, we're here talking about what we know and love to be the music of the great Highland bagpipe and its people. And yes, like every other podcast under the sun, we have a Patreon page. So if you would like to help support us, then you can go over there to Patreon. There's links in your show notes right now. Uh, You can click on the link. Yes, click on support and be part of the Patreon faithful where you can get your mitts on loads of extra stuff. Yeah. There's a wealth of great stuff back there. Exclusive interviews, early access to some episodes. Also, our weekly Fuse FM Balamoney radio show, uh, which every single week you'll get a two-hour radio show uh, for you to download and listen to wherever you want. That is, if you can't listen to it live, of course, on a Tuesday night. There you go. So, yeah, there's a wealth of stuff back there on Patreon. So, yeah, shout out to our Patreon faithful. You guys are But if you don't want to support us over there, you don't have to. Don't worry. Because, yeah, we're going to continue producing our show over here for you to enjoy each week. Right. Let's get into this week's episode. Well, New Year. 2024. Promises of a brand new season. And also for ourselves here on The Big Rab Show, promises a new approach to our podcasts. Yeah, we're going to be shaking things up this year. There will be some changes, but have to give uh, full disclosure. All right, this is now the 3rd of January, and all of the Big Rab Show team are still currently on a break. Yeah, we decided to take a few weeks off over the holidays. Uh, Yeah, to kind of take the foot off the gas for a little bit, you know? Spend time with friends and family and just chill out for a bit. But that means absolutely from next week's podcast onwards, the full Big Rab Show team will be back again producing... And, uh, yeah, we have some big plans for 2024. We're going to talk about it on next week's pod, of course, uh, where we're going to talk about our hopes for 2024. So, yeah, uh, this week's episode is going to be a little different. Of course, same as the previous two that we have done over the holidays. Uh, there won't be any listener listener mail. There won't be any weekly drone. There won't be word of the week. What's the crack? All of those features and stuff have all been thrown by the wayside until we get the holidays behind us. Yeah. Now, I do know we're in the new year. And the holidays are technically behind us, but we're still on break. So give us give us some slack. All right. Give us a break. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, don't worry. All of those usual... Uh, Yeah, features and stuff that we run on the show, they will be back again on a future episode. All right. 
So, I have to say, if you do want to send us in some listener mail, then you absolutely still can. We are still receiving your emails, and they will hit a future show. So, our email address is always bigrabshow at gmail.com. That address again, bigrabshow at gmail.com. Send us in a note. Let us know that you're listening. And, oh, here, tell us what you thought about the last couple of episodes that we've done over the holidays. Those were brilliant, actually. Did you catch episode 362, the interview with Kerr McQuillan? Wow, what a year he's had. So, yeah, go back and listen to that one if you haven't already. And, of course, last week's podcast where we catch up with Mr. Christmas himself. <laughs> Mr. Bob Worrell, the voice of the world. So that was quite a stellar episode. Loved that one. So go back and have a, a listen to that. Now, this week's episode, as you might have guessed, we're going to be talking to the current Glenfiddich champion, Callum Beaumont. Yes, we really kind of get lost in the weeds with this one. It's quite a detailed conversation. Now, we've had Callum on the show before, but not after winning the Glenfiddich. And this time, yeah, he's the reigning champion. So, yeah, we get to hear all. (laughs) We get to hear about his preparations, his approach to the music, and what it was like to lift that title. Yeah, this is going to be such a good interview. Right. Well, before we get into all of that, you guessed it, we're going to have to take ourselves a little brief break at this point, but we will come flying right back uh, with our big interview with Callum Beaumont. Do you wish piping could be fun again? Bagpipers around the world continue to struggle with their instrument, despite hours of hard work trying to get better. Bagpiping should be fulfilling. Your hard work should pay off, showing improvement and the freedom to express yourself musically. Or why do it? The Dojo University believe every piper should be able to free themselves from musical frustration, proven over more than a decade of successful teaching and accessible anywhere with an internet connection. The Dojo is unlike any other bagpipe learning experience in the world. Let the Dojo channel your enthusiasm into a fun and fulfilling program that will empower you with the knowledge to fall in love with piping all over again. So go to dojouniversity.com forward slash big grab and take advantage of our 30-day free trial of Dojo Premium Membership. Join the global community of students today and rediscover the fun of bagpiping. dojouniversity.com forward slash big grab for a 30-day free trial. And we're back. Yeah, now I have to say, about that promotion there with the Piper's Dojo, I also have to say that they they offer snare drum lessons now as well. So not only will bagpipers get a lot of stuff out of the Piper's Dojo, absolutely, but they're now starting to build their snare drum and portfolio as well. There's a lot of online lessons for snare drummers. Uh, So snare drumming obviously reads across then to tenor and to bass as well, so... You know, just a little subtle hint in there. It's a fantastic promotion that we've been running now for quite a while. I think it's been well over a year now since we've been promoting this. But we cannot recommend it enough. Seriously, the value that you get with this 30-day trial, absolutely fantastic. So that's why we plug it every week. Because, yeah, it's fantastic. We do think a lot of people can get a ton of value out of it. And now it also includes drummers as well. So, yeah. Go over there and have a look anyway. doesn't cost you anything to have a poke around. Have a look. And, uh, yeah. The 2024 could be the year where you become unstuck with your playing. You know? Go and check it out. There you go. 
All right. Well, as we said earlier, the title of this week's episode gives it away. Yes. The reigning, defending Glenfiddich champion Callum Beaumont takes opportunity to have a chat with us here on the show. And uh, this is the third of a series of big interviews that we always do over the course of the holidays. We're getting three big names from the piping scene and, uh, yeah, we grill them, I guess. So this is a fantastic interview. Really can't wait to bring this to you. But before I do, I just, again, want to give a bit of a shameless shout-out to our Patreon faithful uh, who have already got early access to this episode. So apologies to those on Patreon. You guys have probably already heard this. Uh, so, yeah, if you do want to get early access to these episodes, by the way, do head over there to Patreon, click on that support, and you will get exclusive early access to episodes like this, interviews like that, and also the videos and stuff and that as well. You'll get early access to all that kind of stuff as well. So there you go. I know it's locked behind a paywall and people don't like paywalls, but absolutely, it's a way for you guys to help support the show. Every click does really mean the world to us, and hey, there we go, that's back there. If you want it, get early access, you can, or you can just wait until now, January 3rd, and you can get your mitts on it for free. There you are. (laughs) It's up to you. Okay, so you guessed it, it's that time of the week. It's time for me to go and get a big cup of tea. It's time for the topic of the week. McLennan Bagpipes by North Carolina artisan instrument maker Roddy McLennan from Euston, Scotland. Proud supplier of bagpipes, small pipes and chanters to Ali the Piper. One-of-a-kind instruments, crafted from the finest materials, using traditional skills for more than 30 years. Attention to detail and dedication to the highest standards of quality guarantee you a bagpipe which is more than just a musical instrument, but also a work of art. Custom made for you in a variety of wood with the widest range of profiles in the industry. Repair, restoration, replacement, refurbishment services also available. Check out bespokebagpipes.com for more information. McLennan Bagpipes, born in Scotland, made in the USA. Wallace Bagpipes, quality, pride and passion, made in Scotland. Proud bagpipe supplier to the Red Hot Chili Pipers. Visit wallacebagpipes.com for more information or contact your nearest dealer. Ah, there you go. Those who support us, absolutely, go you and support them, if you can. (laughs) Alrighty, now I've already introduced this enough, I think, at this point. Yeah, let's welcome Callum to the Big Rab Show podcast. So, Happy New Year, Callum. Yeah, 2024. (laughs) I I don't know, what do you get up to on Old Year's Night, as they say? Uh, Piping in the New Year, no doubt. Uh, it's one of the only times in the year where piping doesn't happen for me. It's uh, really? always wow. with the family, chilled out. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, always, always been that way. But yeah, always nice. There you go. It's a bit of a tradition in our house to watch Jules Holland. That's a very UK thing, I think. Of course. Do, yeah. do you ever sit and watch Jules? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it'd be on in the background for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. It, it's not New Year's without Jules and a bit of rhythm and blues. But there you go. <laughs> Um, so I have to say 2024 is going to be an exciting year for Pipe Anders for sure. But I have to talk about 2023 for you, Callum. What a year. Yes. <laughs> My yeah, word. Yeah. 
Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's been good. <laughs> That's it. So, well, obviously, you know, current Glenfiddich champion, I have to ask you about that moment then, hearing your name read out as the overall champion. How did you find that? Um, yeah, obviously uh, a thrill, um, obviously shock, um, a, a mix of emotions, really. It just is, is, is one of those things as a young boy you, you always dream of, but <clears throat> it's not something mm. you ever expect to win. So um, for that moment to kind of come, is it's taken a long time for it to, 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 to settle in, of course, but it's uh, an absolute privilege to, to be part of that competition, far less winning. So I'm absolutely delighted. There you go. And it was the 50th one as well. Like, this will be one absolutely for the history books, you know. Uh, so if, if you don't mind me saying, for those of us watching at home on the live stream, when we seen the result being read out, you did seem to be in a state of shock as if to say, what, re- did you really read out my name? <laughs> yeah, but, uh, it, it, it absolutely wow. was. There, there's no question. Um, I think I, I think that, that, that this was my 11th year, I think, of being at the Glenfiddich. Mm. Um, and it's it's you, you you play or you think you play really well some years and you maybe don't get a result that you would maybe like or there's other years maybe you don't play so well and you get results so it's one of those <laughs> things where you, you you just never ever know uh what's going to happen and as i was kind of work trying to work out after the peer result had come out trying to work out in my head what the overall was i knew it was going to be almighty close so yeah. uh, i think a mixture of that it was just shock it was just kind of it, 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 it's taken a long time for it to to really set in um but it's uh as i say it's uh yeah I, i'm still working on that for sure I, yeah. I will say- <laughs> <laughs> I'll probably take the guts of a year for it to, to, to feel real, I guess, you know. Um, but I, I think I mean, being the 50th year, it, 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 was, it was such so many icons of piping being there. Mm. Uh, you, yeah. you previous champions, some of the greatest players of all time sitting in the audience and being up on the stage before the results. It was it yeah. was such a, such a year to do it. And, and, and to be part of that, that, that list is, is, is obviously something that I'll always cherish, really. Absolutely. And then obviously the after party is bound to be the stuff of legends. How did you find the celebrations then afterwards? It was great. It's, 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 uh, it's, it's always a fantastic night that no matter what the result is. I think um, the, the, the world of solo piping is, um, or, or, or the top of solo piping, the, 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 the people that play there, they're all very friendly. They're all, we're all good friends. Um, yeah. And I, I think that really comes uh, true on, on, on a night like that where everyone supports each other they all have celebrate together uh, there's no bad losers we all don't like to lose but um, we, we, we definitely don't show any of that it's, it's very much a, a night with friends really and, and fellow yeah. competitors so um, I think that's something that we do cherish in, in, in the piping world is that there's really good people there and, and, and we do get on well so that night was, was absolutely fantastic and I'll always remember it for sure Oh, there you are. So definitely one for the history book. So if anyone hasn't caught that performance, by the way, do yourself a favor and go back and watch it. Do you have many memories of being on the stage, especially for your Peabrook performance, which, you know, you topped the bill there. How did you find that run? I was very happy with it. Um, I do remember it. Um, hmm. It's, it's, it's. I, I think through the years, it, 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 as I mentioned, I've been there a few times now. It, it's took me a long time to really feel comfortable in that environment. Um, yeah, I was going to say, like, a, there's a lot of pressure, you know. 
Yeah. There is, of course there is. And you, you, you mm. sometimes forget that there's people watching online. There's, there's how many hundreds are in the audience in the Edinburgh yeah. Castle. Um, so I, I do remember the performance. I was I, I was very happy with it. I, I, I think it was everything that I tried to do with it, I'd done. Um, and mm. one of the big things with, with solo piping these days is you must have a, a perfect instrument in terms of it staying in tune. Yeah. So that was something that I was obviously uh, wary of and it does go through your mind. So you, you, you're you trying to make sure you're, you're managing that as you go. And I was I was very happy with that as well. So it was a yeah, performance I was, I was delighted with at the time. And as I say, you just never know. You just never know after that. You just got to put it behind you and get on with the next one. <laughs> That's it. And just hope for the best. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So I'm going to ask a couple more questions about Glenfiddich and then we'll move on uh, but we have talked to some previous champions before and we did talk to them about their preparation for the event and they did say to help cope with the nerves and all of that you know the pressure of being on that stage that visualization was a huge help for them actually you know pretending that they were on the stage you know in their practice room so do you employ stuff like that yourself or do you not bother or how do you prepare really Absolutely, um, I, I, I think that's that, that that that's a key thing, and I, I guess experience with being in these halls, you, you understand what the environment's like, you, you you understand what temperature may be like, and humidity and all that sort of thing. So f- mm. for me, these are are definitely uh, elements of, of 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 things I would work through in my practice. Um, the visualization is such a key uh, part of that. Um, I do find myself even going back and listening to previous performances online of yeah. of of, fellow, of, of years past, just to really get a feel for or, or, or get 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 the get the memory working again. And um, yeah. I do feel like that works a lot. And I, I would do that for all competitions. Really, it's not 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 just there. Um, mm-hmm. I've always tried to to, to maintain the same uh, pre- um, practice regime through all my my competitions. Um, and yeah. that, that, that tends to help. Sometimes you can get yourself too worked up or, or, or too anxious about an event. So for me, it's just, even though it's not, you've just got to treat it as another competition in a way and, and just do what go. and go through the routine. Yeah, and, and that's it. It's routine. It's it, it's set in motion already. So Glenfiddich, as you say, is just another date in the calendar, really, and amongst a, a pile of others. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. That's one of the biggest ones, but <laughs> <laughs> of course, yeah, you know, absolutely, it's, it's definitely the, the, the highlight. But it's, it's you, you, I think you have to to forget about that to an extent and, and and just really treat it as right another competition. Go through the same preparation, and if it's led you well before, then there's a good chance it'll do the same going into that. So I've always tried to to, to maintain that kind of standard. There you go. Well, a, a stellar performance. We thoroughly enjoyed it. So full congratulations from all of us here. And here, thanks for the music. There's been some yeah, blistering good runs. Yeah. <laughs> that's what it's all about. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. That's it. So, well, we also need to ask you then, also your day job is piping oriented as well. So you're working with dollars. So how have you found this past season? Fantastic. Um, we've, we're, we're always very privileged to have a, a great a great group uh, of, of young people that we work with at Dollar. Um, it seems that the, the programme grows and grows every single year, um, <laughs> yeah. but we, we tend to manage that very well. Um, we've, we've got a great group of instructors. Um, same again, we're good friends. It's not just working colleagues. And I think that that, that really comes through. And I, I, mm. I think the young ones really kind of see that too and i think they they, they, they it helps them in their preparation um but f- for us the, the 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 pipe band um at the school or all our bands really last year they, they've always done us proud um and the results 
especially with our juvenile band is, is something that we're uh, very proud of and um, it's something we don't take lightly that's for sure it's it, it's um, it's been an amazing year for for them and uh, we'll, we'll see what uh, 2024 has in store for them it's an amazing system and as you say it seems to be growing every year like i don't know what what is the secret sauce what, what is making it grow so much uh, you know everyone seems to really love being part of that dollar system I think it's uh, for us. I think it's the support that we receive um, mm. from the senior management within the school. Um, they 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 they've got a great understanding of what we're trying to do there. Um, yeah. the, 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 they've uh, they've seen the success that has brought them. Um, Dollar itself, the town is very supportive. Um, so you walk down the street to go to the shop or wherever it is, and you're guaranteed to walk into a former pupil that's been in the pipe band or or been around mm-hmm. the band and i yeah. think that's for us with the 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 support has always been key to the the the, the, the band and that's mm-hmm. helped us really drive on to, to to make it as good as we possibly can um and yeah who knows when that that that'll uh or where that'll lead to um and but at, at the moment we're, we're we're trying hard to to, to kind of keep raising our own standards um while mm. making sure the kids really enjoy themselves first and foremost and if they can get something out of it and they can leave there having enjoyed their time at dollar academy then for us that's that's goal uh, achieved there you go job done yeah so i have to say at this year's world championships um the, the band drew quite a crowd you know and it was it was i don't know about five people deep at one stage i was trying to get a, get a listen but i couldn't get through the crowd is that something that you folks kind of prepare the kids for you know you have to have a bit of a word ahead of time said look we're going to attract a bit of an audience here you have to prepare for distractions that kind of thing uh it's mentioned um mm. but but maybe not as much as you would think i i, I think yeah. the, the 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 um the, the 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 lead that we've always taken with them is always follow us so whatever we do just yeah. follow what we do um it's in terms of playing in the group. It's it's the same rules apply. Pay attention to what we're doing. If you follow that instruction, then we'll be okay. Um, yes. And I, I think the moment that the, the, the heads start to turn and they start to look for people in the crowd or they get anxious about people there, that's, that's when it. It, it leads to problems. So of course, um, the juvenile band in particular have always grew or managed to get a bit attractive, a bit of a a, a crowd or mm. audience around them. But they all always seem to handle it well, and I think it really comes down to yeah, there's a warning of it, but it, that, <laughs> that um, makes sure that you you we just stay in our group, we stay focused, and and, and do our job, and yeah. uh, that that that's that that's been fairly successful so far. It's difficult to do, you know. Like I know myself, you know, com- competing in some of the, the higher grades, and you do notice the crowd, and you think, God, everyone's watching me, you know, and then the nerves start. So that, yeah, it's one of those things. But that very wise words, you know, to follow the leadership, and they do seem to cope with it really well, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. We're, we're, we're definitely proud of them, I'm sure. Oh, yeah, it's been a cracking year. So I, I can't wait for 2024 now to see them back on <laughs> the grass again. Yeah, yeah, that'll be great. It'll be great to see what, uh, what where we are this year and uh, how that leads for sure. There you go. So I have to ask you then about the differences then between playing competitively as a soloist then to a band. Clearly, they're two very different worlds. Well, is that how you view it? Of course. Um, I've, I, I've always had a barrier between the both, uh, the, the, mm. the, the two of them. Um, I have played in, uh, I, I, I played in grade one for, for many years. Um, but for me, it was always a, a, always a struggle to an extent to try and separate the both. Um, mm. 
uh, band playing and solo playing are two different things altogether. Uh, yeah. They require different styles, different techniques to an extent, and even different sounds. Um, the the mm. way the pipes are set up are are, are are completely different. So, for me, it's it's, it's always tried to, to to separate both of them. Um, mm -hmm. and they're, they're completely different skills. Uh, a, a good band player doesn't make a good solo player. A good solo player doesn't make a good band player. Um, and for yeah. me, that's. So obviously it helps if you can play, but uh, in terms of uh, being a being a solid band player, it's, it's more than just being a good player, and that's something that um, is, is 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 yeah is, is true. I think it is. It's a different skill set, like really, isn't it? Because you have to kind of, as a band player, kind of be able to blend in with the ranks and make that one sound as a whole, rather as a soloist, you're there to stand out, I guess. Yeah, and yeah. That, that's the key area, style. Style is, mm. is for me, that the hardest thing. Um, when you're in the solos and maybe when you're progressing up through the ranks, you, you, you begin to have your own style. Yeah. Um, so once you develop that, trying to then play a different style within a band environment is very challenging for most yeah. Most people would, would would find that challenging. So, um, like like most of these things, they're, they're not hobbies anymore. Um, yeah. They're, they're like uh, <laughs> full time jobs on top of the job that we we do during the day um, to try and reach that standard. Yeah, oh, that's that's when it becomes very serious for sure. Yeah. Course, yeah. So, well, I have to talk to you then about a bit of adventure. The last time we had you on, Callum, we were talking to you about your your website, the Bagpipe Coach. And so, for those watching the video at home, uh, we're just sharing the website now. So, it's thebagpipecoach.com, uh, where you offer a whole range of different services here, Callum. So, tell us about these. What what do you offer on through this website? Uh, so, the Bagpipe Coach. Yeah, I started um, a, a few years ago now. Um, hmm. And really, it was it was just trying to um, help people progress in their piping. Uh, really give them the opportunity to to have someone work with them more than a, a not a full time basis, but have someone on hand to to help them. Um, mm -hmm. For me, a, a lot of instruction through the years has, has been built on just having um, someone that you see once a week. Um, so, so for me, it was 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 quite important to to, to have someone that's maybe on. Uh, uh, on hand on a more regular basis so for me that's that's something that i try to offer through this website there you go so i was going to say like we're looking at the website right now and we're seeing there's packages here for individuals so for soloists yeah. but then there's also this package then for bands as yes. well now this is we have received a few questions on this about the band packages specifically so we do know that you obviously can help out soloists and you have a great track record of that but it's the bands how exactly does that work do you go to practice and help out or it would be mainly or, or what i've seen is mainly from foreign bands uh bands mm. that are maybe located in uh areas where there's, there's not many people that can get there to help them um, right. and really just to, to 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 help guide them in terms of um what to do in terms of pick music um mm -hmm. in terms of maybe trying to select chanters or reads or something like that oh, um, yeah things that maybe they're, they're they're not um that's not close to them um and it's getting good reads is, is can sometimes be difficult or mm. whatever it may be so just trying to really help uh bands in, in the right direction um so that they're they're they're, they're, they're on a path uh, there you go. That, that, that could be really valuable for a lot of folk, you know, that might not ordinarily have the access to such tuition and stuff like that. So, yeah, that I don't know. That, that's really quite ingenious, actually. <laughs> that's a great idea. Um, well, so, for me, if I can help, that, 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 that's the key thing. All of this for me is, 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 mm. is, is important that we, we give back to an extent. Um, 
it's uh, I'm always open to people asking me questions and I, 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 it's not about uh, income of, of such as well it's all yeah. about just yeah. kind of being able to support and, and, and help so I've always tried to make myself available for that um, yeah. Yeah. To, to make sure that people are are, are bands or, or whatever maybe just at what I feel is on the on the correct path so that for me that's always been important there you go yeah so <clears throat> you would help with things like tune selection and stuff and then putting together a bit of a medley and all that do you enjoy doing that like kind of tinkering with tunes and transitions and stuff, I all do. That? yeah yeah I do I, I I I think I've spent a lot or a bit more time with that obviously with my own repertoire trying to to, to, to do a bit in that but yeah I do mm-hmm. I'm not going to tell you I'm not going to say I'm the greatest in the world but I love uh I love um tinkering with tunes and, and, and see what I can do. Um, if you don't experiment, then you'll never know what, what, what's going to come out of it, really. So yeah. it's something that I, I, I do enjoy. Um, I'd love to do more of. I'd love to compose tunes. It's not something that I've ever done so far, but it's uh, hopefully sometime in the future I'll be able to, to, to have a bash at that. There you go. So that's just fun arranging, really, and coming up with harmony lines and like yeah. breaks and reprises and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, you kind of just like messing around with it, really. The formula. Yeah, of, yeah. of course. Yeah, yeah. Even so, even well, we'll have some of the the, the 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 kids at school that enjoy doing some of that stuff. So I've got to have a rough idea what they're doing first. Uh, so it's, <laughs> uh, it's, it's quite uh, enjoyable to to see what they can come up and uh, yeah, it's. it's, it's absolutely there you go interesting stuff yeah so for any bands out there or for any soloists for that matter then please do go and check out the website then the bagpipecoach.com they are shameless plug but why not Callum? that's the new year that's the new year um so we've got a few questions here as well then just from soloists and stuff and uh we obviously have a lot of people who would tune in from the united states and their solo competitions would be first thing in the morning and then they have to go and change gear and play with the band that afternoon um but a lot of questions seem to be how do you make that mental shift from <laughs> playing your solos in the morning to suddenly, right, I'm now a band player that afternoon. I don't know. If, have you any hints or tips for anyone trying to do that? <laughs> uh, no. Uh, yes. Um, I, you know, it's, it's, for, I, I, as I say, I think it's it's always just trying to mentally just see it as two different things altogether. Mm. Um I've I've sometimes always practiced in that way. So when I played in, in a grade one band or, or played in a band, mm. for me, the way I would always practice would have my solo practice first and right. then have my band section afterwards. So I play maybe my solo stuff for 45 minutes, whatever it was. I'll do that section and then mm-hmm. jump on into the, 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 the band section and, and have a run through that. Yeah. Uh, I've always kept the solo stuff first. Um, I think really just because technically... Um, in, in, in a solo environment you probably need your technique to be slightly more open slightly more clear compared right. to the bands where the bands would be uh, a bit tighter and a, a bit to the point uh, so yeah. it's um, I've always trying to keep, keep it that way so in, in terms of even if you do have to compete in the morning solos and play in a band that may be something that may be beneficial to you as well there you go yeah because I know there's been a lot of solo players that have been saying about they have to play reels a certain way when they're doing solo work very open finger work and make sure you're expressing it and drawing out the note but then whenever you're in the band it's like you really have to point this tune you know it's like a complete different thing Uh, so for soloists that play their band material as part of their their solo repertoire it's difficult to make that shift i guess so would the advice be really to have one set for your solos and then one set for your band and have two totally separate 
runs. Yeah, absolutely. I I, I couldn't recommend that um, anymore. Really, I, I think that 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 that's is is for me is a, is, a, is a key thing to do. Um, I think yeah. it's too easy to 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 get them both mixed up. Um, and and, and as I said is I've always had that barrier there. So band stuff material is all on one side and solo stuff songs on the other. So what one of us I agree with that. There you are. Yeah, no, sound advice for sure. And also around tuning as well. We've got tons of questions around tuning. Can you tell us what your process is? So you take them out of the box and you hope that they work (laughs) for the the start. (laughs) (laughs) Is that the process? Yeah. (laughs) You always hope for the best. Um, Tuning, it's it's patience. Um, I always think patience is a key thing. Um, I always... um, when I was younger and less experienced, the, the, the first thing I would do is if I struck my pipes up and it didn't sound good was try and fidget and mess around with them to, until they worked. Yeah. Uh, and it wasn't until a few years into that process that I realized that if I was patient and left them for 10 minutes, I wouldn't have to do the 10 minutes or 15 minutes worth of messing around to try and get them to back see. to where they originally were. Yes. So for me, uh, the, 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 the patience is a real key thing. Um, it's it's always remembering the environment as well. Uh, remember mm. where you are. Uh, think if it's cold, if it's warm, if it's humid. Um, those sort of uh, environments, and then you you have a, a a rough idea of what your pipes are going to do. So, really taking in the environment for me is is, is crucial. Um, and then mm. it should at least a chance of of getting them close. Now, never ever are they a hundred percent, but sometimes you just got to get them as close as you can, depending on that. There you go. Yeah. So it's experimentation, really. It's not having fear to have a go, I think. Well, with me being a beginner, Piper, I've been learning now for the best part of a couple of years. And I'm getting through this process now where not to be afraid to put the hand up and have a turn. And if it does go wrong, then fine. But that's part of it. Of course, if, if, if you go one way and it doesn't sound right, you can always go the other way. It's, um, there you go. <laughs> it's, um, for, for, for me, it's, 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 I always ask my question, if I'm tuning, is it better or is it worse? That's always the thing that even goes through my head now. Does that mm. sound better or does it sound worse than what it was? If it sounds worse, I go the other way. If it sounds better, I keep going or whatever. Yeah. You know? So it's, 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 it's just keep it simple. Keep things simple. Don't, don't... Sometimes watching... Um, the, the the pros do their thing. Uh, they they sometimes make it look easy. Um, yeah. Where sometimes you have to kind of simplify things a little bit more as well, just to to go through the 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 the, the process. Mm. Um, but it really is. You, you can't really break anything unless you start messing with the reed. So it's it's it's, it's all uh, worth experimenting. There you go. And uh, I know a lot of people would get very lost in the technology sometimes as well. It's very much a part now in the modern age. You know, it's all about apps on your phone or the latest tuner or gizmo. Um, the, the technology there, I guess, is there to help. But, you know, would you rely a lot on technology to help you with tuning? No, um, hmm. I, I think I would I would be quite upfront on that one. Um, I, but I, I think over over the years or, or more recently, um, I've learned to accept it to an extent. Mm. Um, and I do see it as being um, a key tool for some people, especially people, same again, that live in areas where they don't have a, a face-to-face tuition or they don't have someone there to help them. Yeah. Uh, I think using the apps is, is really good as long as you don't find yourself using it constantly. Um, I see. For me, the yeah. app should be about starting to, to adjust the ear, tune the ear, so the tune hears what the meter's almost hearing to an extent. Oh, and yeah. Mm-hmm. Start to try and move the apps away. Um, 
But as I say, they, 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 some of the apps are incredible now. They are, they're very, very accurate. But I don't think there's anything that really beats uh, the ear. Um, and yeah. it's, it's, um, for me, it's, it's, it's quite important that people are able to, to, to do that process without relying on it. Absolutely. Yeah, it's a key skill, you know, and these things all help us train that, I guess. Yeah, of for course. sure. Yeah. Same way drummers use metronomes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, there yeah. You go. and within reason, um, I think that they have a place, but nothing beats the natural feel and, 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 and style of, of your own foot or your own ears, you know. They are. Absolutely. Yeah. Breathes a bit of life into the music, doesn't it? Yeah. Of course. Absolutely. Yeah, so we've got uh, another question here I need to ask you. But as I say, a lot of beginners, myself included, uh, making their journey onto pipes and that from the chanter onto the set of pipes under the arm can be very daunting. Um, can you t- tell me any kind of common mistakes that you've noticed throughout the years of teaching? You know that people make making that transition uh, from practice chanter onto pipes. Is there any common errors that you see a lot? Um, I am not sure. Um. I think arm pressure um, is is obviously a, a, a key one in terms of um, hmm. um, having control of your instrument. Um, a lot of people um, do the blowing bit well, but they can't do the squeezing bit, and oh, they, right. they, yeah. they find themselves with the technique of, of of not being able to control their instrument. They find that reads are always very hard, but if they use their arm, it's actually quite uh, quite uh, easy yeah. or, or comfortable. So that's something that I, I, I think majority of time. At the school, we would find ourselves working on uh, on that progress uh, process, mm. um, and I, I think even just tune selection. Um, it's uh, at, at an early stage. Mm-hmm. You, you're always better playing something easy well rather than trying to play something hard because you are trying to go through many uh, go through so many different uh, processes of blowing, the squeezing, the learning the tunes, marching, all that sort of thing. So yeah, trying yeah. to simplify that process as much as you possibly can rather than making it too difficult for yourself is, is, is something I would always recommend. That's good advice, yeah, because we've seen it too many times. You know, pipers across the world playing really complicated hornpipes at like a pub gig and stuff yeah. and you're like no, no just play something like nice and simple and it'll come across so much better um so uh, yeah that's definitely been my experience going to gigs you know so just just keep it simple i guess yeah well, we, can all, we can all have fun it's, it's you've got to experiment for sure i i absolutely get that but if you want to be good at it you want to be competent at it for sure the, the, taking the the, the the slower route and the easier tunes first would, would definitely enhance that yeah, there you go. Well, Callum, I'm about to let you go at this point, but I have to say thank you so much for joining us this week. I have a few more questions before I let you go. So, uh, so we have, uh, well, say we've talked to previous Glymphatic champions, and we've always asked this question of them: Is that do you now think that you've now reached the pinnacle of solo piping? Do you now believe that you've now finished learning, or do you always continue to learn and never stop? I think I'm only really starting. Um, mm. It's um, I think I've got I've got a lot of learning to do yet. And as um, I think, the, I think the doors open for me. So that's about competitive environment. The doors are open, but mm. in terms of my own learning, um, it, it, it's only just starting. A competition is different from a performance, and I, I think it's, for me, it's about enhancing or, or, or progressing musically. Um, mm. and, and having an even greater understanding of the music is, is where I'm uh, hopefully going to try and develop further. There you go. So that, that's always fascinating to me, you know, that, that we never really do finish learning at this because, you know, it's a common question. Oh, when did you learn how to pipe? I'm still learning. You know, I haven't stopped. 
<laughs> Absolutely, it's, it, 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 it honestly never does. And I always, you always see a lot of the the guys uh, and girls who retire piping. I always, I always find it really interesting listening to them. Is is they say they're better players now than when they played because <laughs> they've uh, they've had time to uh, um, to go through the process and, and 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 understand the music even further. So I've got yeah. a long road ahead of me. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. A long road to go on. Plenty more successes to come for sure. Callum, yeah. Yeah. So uh, can I ask you then, just before we let you go then, finally, um, obviously a lot of people would look to you for inspiration. Following this past season, your successes throughout the years, Um, who would you look to for inspiration in your own plan? Um, Willie McCallum's been my mentor. Um, He's been my, uh, the the guy that I've, I've, um, really trusted to, to help me with my playing. Um, and he's an old, he's an absolute legend of a guy, great friend and, um, uh, someone that's, that's, I, I could not really kind of have bet someone better to help me with that. Um, he has been the number one in terms of that. He's, he's, he's the, one of the greatest of all times, if not the greatest competitive piper of all time. So to have someone like that kind of, uh, lead uh what, what in terms of what i'm trying to do is has been uh an amazing opportunity for me yeah. um, i can't really wish for better but there's been many um the the, the 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 list is too long uh to to kind of mention um even going back to the start uh bert smith was my first instructor um he kind of set me on the pathway towards um that and he introduced me to willie uh, when I think I was fifteen, um, mm. and then Tom Spears, uh, another one that 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 kind of uh, really kind of showed me paper, showed me technique, showed me many of the things that I do today. Um, if it if it wasn't without any of these these guys, I would absolutely not be anywhere here. And then I've had the pipe majors throughout the year as well. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, there, there's honestly so many to to mention, but. I, I, I think the key thing for me and, and something that I've always tried to do is take something from all of them. Um, they all have key skills. They all have, um, um, they're, they're all amazing at what they do and they all do it slightly different. Um, so I've, mm-hmm. I've always tried to take something from them all um, and they've all been an inspira- uh, inspiring to, to, to kind of watch and uh, they've uh, definitely helped me get to where I've got to so far. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, that's such a great answer. Yeah, and such a great interview. Thank you so much for spending time to chat with us. Yeah, really appreciate it. And Happy New Year. Yeah. Happy so, New Year. Yeah, well, yeah. Will, will we see you on the grass this incoming season, do you think, then? No doubt you'll be coming back to defend some of your titles as a soloist, but uh, will you be back with a band, do you think, this year? Uh, no, I, I, no, I don't think so. I, I'll be back with the school. Uh, the yeah. school is enough for me. That's uh, that, that keeps me going. Um, the solo work these days is, is too much to try and defend. Oh, I'm I, sure, I yeah. It's bound but to be I, intense. I'll enjoy, enjoy it. But pipe bands maybe one day, but not just now. There you go. Well, hi. I'll hopefully see you on the grass at some point this season anyway, Colin. Absolutely. I really appreciate yeah. this. Thank you. Not at all. Thanks for spending time. Thank you. Thanks. And there you have it. That's not often you get the opportunity to sit down and chat to some of the most successful pipers in the world. And I can't thank Callum enough for taking time to chat with us this week. It was great just to hear such insight, you know, and his preparation and his inspiration. Even even now, can still continue to learn and be inspired by the music. It's just fantastic. So, yeah, thank you so much, Callum, for chatting with us this week. There you go. Not a bad topic of the week, folks, eh? <laughs> yeah, so that's another episode in the can. Hope you enjoyed that. Now, as I say, next week, normal service shall resume.
Yes, Big Rab Show team will be off break at the end of this week, actually, full disclosure. Uh, so, yeah, at the end of this week, Big Rab Show team are coming back, and, yeah, the normal service will be resumed. So we'll have Weekly Drone, Listener Mail, Word of the Week, all that good stuff shall return again. But I have to say, new year, new approach. Yeah, 2024 is going to be a different year, new season, and we're going to have a different podcast. We might be introducing some new things, and we might be getting rid of some old things. Um, But, um, yeah, we'll get into all of that on next week's podcast. Our hopes and dreams for 2024, we have no doubt it's going to be a good year for piping and drumming. And we hope that you guys can continue to follow us as we do our best to try and bring you every aspect of our piping scene this incoming season. There you are. So... From all of us to all of you, a very happy new year. Hope you had a good celebration over the course of the holidays. And next week, we'll see the return of normal service here on the Big Rab Show podcast. Now, I know I've already plugged it a couple of times, but just wanted to mention again, shout out to our Patreon faithful. You guys are Thank you so much for clicking that button. If you would like to be part of the Patreon faithful, then you can, of course. Go follow the links in the show notes and you can click on support. And you can get your mitts on the extras as well. There you go. All right, huge thank you to Callum Beaumont uh, for taking time to chat with us. So, so appreciated here. And yeah, absolutely, we'll be back again next week for even more bagpiping goodness. Until then, we'll see you then. All the best. Well, that's it for another Big Rab Show podcast. Thanks so much for downloading this week. And a special thank you to our sponsor, G1 Reads. Played by bands around the world, they are the champion's choice. Check out g1reads.com for all of your piping needs. Don't forget to check out thebigrabshow.com to be kept up to date with all of the latest news and views from around the piping world. And also, check us out on Patreon. For five bucks a month, you can get your hands on tons of extra piping goodness and be a part of the Patreon faithful. So... Until next week, folks, we'll see you right here on the Big Rab Show podcast. All the best.